You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. God knows me. It's the title of this devotion. That I find one of the great mercies of His love, that even though I haven't always acted like His Son, He keeps being my Father. I learned that from the Lord Jesus Christ, especially in that story I mentioned with you yesterday about the prodigal son coming home, that even though he did not act like the son, the father remained the father. The father remained the father. And I think this is especially important for ministers that they remember that they always must represent the Heavenly Father's heart towards precious people that when they don't act like sons and daughters of God, we keep on having that fatherly heart for them so that they can come home when they got lost or when they made a mess of their lives. I find it so important that when they come home, they don't find condemnation, but salvation and reconciliation and restoration and so forth. So, That is one of the most incredible miracles I find of the Father's love, that He is the same. From everlasting to everlasting, Thou art God, Moses said in Psalm 90, verse 1. He is the same from everlasting to everlasting. And if you just know this and how Jesus lived to express that and does for all eternity, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13, verse 8. Oh, I'm so grateful for that nature and character and wonder of God that He knows me. God knows me. He knows my sitting down, David said in Psalm 38. He knows my rising up. He knows. He knows me. He knows my thoughts are far off. He said, when I wake, your thoughts are towards me like the stars of heaven. Such knowledge is too great for me, O God. You're always thinking about me. Oh, dear friend, please hear this in Jesus' name. God knows you. God knows you. He knows every one of us. There's not a hair on your head that he doesn't know. God knows all the hairs on your head, Jesus said. God knows when a sparrow falls, and there's so many of them, and he knows. He knows all the stars by name. Oh, my dear friend, you cannot comprehend the knowledge of the Most High. It is beyond what we can search out. The height and the depth are are beyond measure. So come, how can you even doubt that God knows you? Of course He knows you. He knows everything about you. And this is the sure and unshakable foundation of God, Paul says in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. 2 Timothy 2.19 Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord knows those who are His. This is the unshakable foundation that never can be shaken. God knows you. So come on. Don't 
act like you're a stranger. Come on home and say, my father, my father, have mercy, have mercy. I come to you with a humble heart. I turn to you, Lord. I tell you the truth. God will again begin to unveil in you that he knows you. Now, I know, I know that you can be in such a place. I'm going to Isaiah 26, which is one of the marvelous chapters of Isaiah, chapter 26 of Isaiah. I know you can go through times when it, when that consciousness, that perception, God knows me, is not there. It's like, it's like I'm the lonely star in the universe that nobody sees or knows. I, I don't feel known. I feel lost. I, I feel abandoned. I feel forsaken. I, I don't feel known. And I, I want to read to you about this here in Isaiah chapter 26 from the Amplified Translation, starting at verse 12. Lord, you will ordain peace, God's favor and blessings, both temporal and spiritual for us. For you have also wrought in us and for us all our works. O Lord, our God, other masters besides you have ruled over us, but we will acknowledge and mention your name only. They, the former tyrant masters, are dead. They shall not live or reappear. They're powerless ghosts. They shall not rise and come back. Therefore, you have visited and made an end of them and caused every memory of their of them, every trace of their supremacy to perish. Wow. Lord, these other forces, spirits, feelings, thoughts have ruled over us, but we kept on saying, no, the Lord is our God, the Lord who made the heavens and the earth, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ is my God. No, no, I insist. I'm going to say the Lord is my God, the Lord is my God, and not these feelings and not these thoughts and not these ways. No, no. Friends, you have to sometimes decide who's your master. You have to really decide who will rule over you. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 6, to whomever you submit yourself to that, you are mastered. Let me look it up here in Romans chapter 6. Romans 6, oh, help, help me find that verse, Lord. Do you not know, verse 16, that to whom you present yourself slave to obey, you are that one slave whom you obey. Right? And then he says, whether to sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. Oh, my dear friends, we decide who's our master. And he says here then, present yourself to God as being alive from the dead in your members as instrument of his righteousness and sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under law, but under his grace. You're now under his grace by submitting yourself to God. God knows me. I keep submitting myself to him. I keep submitting myself to him. I, I insist to be under his mastership. 
I insist to be under His knowledge, to live in the knowledge of the Most High. I insist on living in the knowledge of Him. I don't want to know any other spirit. I don't want to know any other spirit. Look what it says here in 1 Corinthians 6. It says, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirits, which are God's. You were bought at a price. That's the blood of Jesus for you. The blood of Jesus Christ was shed to literally buy you free from every other master, every other source of control that wants you to live in its knowledge, wants you to have the knowledge of their evil thoughts, lustful thoughts, pornographic thoughts, or evil adulterous thoughts, or whatever these forces of darkness, they want you to live under their mastership, so they come to you with their thoughts and seeking for you to submit to them by meditating on their thoughts, by beginning to think them, talk them, say them, and submit to their mastership. But you could say no. You could say no. I have been bought with the price. No other spirit, no other image has a right to live in my spirit, soul, and body, but that of the image of my everlasting, true living God and Jesus Christ, His Son. I've been bought with the blood of Jesus. No other spirit has a right to me. No other feeling has a right to me. Only the Holy Ghost, only the spirit of my living Father has a right to my spirit, soul, and body because I've been purchased with the blood. No, I will live in the knowledge of God. God knows me. I will live in that knowing that God knows me. I know that He knows me. And these other masters have absolutely no more power over me. Oh, friends, I could say that for myself. There were other forces that used to control me in my thinking and my feeling, but they are gone. They are dead ghosts and they will not reappear according to Isaiah 26, 12 through 14. Because I've been purchased with the blood, I now live in the knowledge of my Father, Him knowing me. I live on that unshakable, unchanging foundation. God knows me. God knows me and I live in that knowing. I live in that knowing. Jesus said, The Father who sent me himself bears witness of me, and I believe the witness he bears of me. Satan would come to tempt Jesus like he does come to tempt you. Well, you don't really know God. You don't know him. You don't know him really. You see, that's the devil. And God says, you know me. You know me. You know I love you. You know I'm always with you. You know I will never leave you. Now, whose knowing are you going to live in? You're going to live in the knowing of the devil or in the knowing of God? Come on. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse, um, John chapter 10, verse um, 14, I am the good shepherd and I know and recognize my own and my own know and recognize me even as truly as the Father knows me and I also know the Father. As truly as the Father knows me and I know the Father, so I know my own and they know me. Now, I believe this with all my heart. Jesus said, 
as truly as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, so I know my own. Oh, I tell you the truth, I love to live in the knowledge of my Father. Paul says in Galatians chapter 4, I think it is verse 9 or so, he says that you might know God or rather be known of God. It's one thing for you to say you know him. It's another thing for you to say he knows me. And I tell you the truth, God knows you. David says it. He knows me. He knows everything about me. He knows my sitting down, my rising up. Read it there, Psalm 139. Maybe you have kind of lost that conscious knowing of him, but he will never stop knowing you and giving the knowledge of himself into your heart. So let me close with you from 1 John chapter 2. And I mentioned this earlier this week, verse 20. But you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. And the anointing, verse 27, which you have received from him abides in you and you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie, just as it has taught you, you will abide in him, in Christ. Now, that anointing in you, that spirit of truth that you receive from the Father that Jesus talks about in John 15, verse 26, is teaching you inwardly to know him that you are known by him. You know, I was, I was standing in a small little room on a farm in the country of Iceland somewhere. I'd never been there. I was brought there in the middle of the night. I arrived there, I think about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. It was, I was put in this room and I was told 8 o'clock to be ready. It was a bit like a prison cell because it had these bunk beds with little bitty mattresses and a small window at the top. And it was very cold, a lot of snow. And I stood there in the middle of the night and it was cold and quiet and still. I had my coat on. I looked out of that little window as I put my bags down. I looked out of that little window and I saw a glacier. And I said, wow, Father, I love your creation. It's so amazing how you've made everything beautiful. And his presence, boom, came all over me. And I was known by him in my conscience. And it was eight o'clock. Seriously, the knock came on the door, it was eight o'clock. And he completely gave me a consciousness of the eternal life in which there is no time where everything is always the same. That is the unshakable foundation that God gives into you. He remains the same. You knew him. You say, oh yeah, Pastor Robert. I, I used to, you know, I used to know that. Yeah, I, I knew that being known of God so long ago, but I, I kind of lost that knowledge. No, that knowledge is forever eternally the same because that foundation is unshakable. And that knowing is right here. And all you have to do is just thank you, Father, that you know me, that you love me, that you are with me, and there it will come and manifest in you again. And you will know you're known of God. How wonderful. Amen. Have a good day.